This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. And hallelujah. We're coming out of Deuteronomy, the sixth chapter and the first verse. Deuteronomy 6 and 1. What is happening in Deuteronomy 6 and 1? The book of Deuteronomy means second law. It means uh, essentially that God was presenting the law again, this time to the second generation of the Israelites. The first generation came out of Egypt. They were in the wilderness for 40 years. The first generation died off during that 40 years in this second generation that were now that were children probably uh, when they left uh, Egypt. Amen. Are now adults and God is presenting the law to them again. The law. What are you talking about? Amen. The Ten Commandments and all the other 613 laws that are rooted in those Ten Commandments. Amen. Hallelujah. Preparing them to go into the promised land, the land of Canaan. Hallelujah. Which we know as modern day Israel. All right. Glory to God. So this is towards the end of Moses's life here. The last time period of his life. All right. Glory to God. So Deuteronomy 6 and 1. I am reading out of the New Living Translation, which is a more modern uh, form of the Bible for our more our modern understanding. All right. So here we go. It says, these are the commands, the decrees, the regulations that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you. So these are words that God commanded Moses to teach the people. Amen. I know with our modern sensibilities, we don't like commands and decrees and regulations. Oh, I, I get it. I understand. Hallelujah. But this is how it was at that time. You must obey them in the land you are about to enter and occupy. And you and your children and grandchildren must fear the Lord, your God, as long as you live. If you obey all his decrees and commands, you will enjoy a long life. Listen closely, Israel, and be careful to obey. Then all will go well with you, and you will have many children in the land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. Next slide, next verse. Verse 4 says, listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. And you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today. Next slide, next verse. Verse 7 says, repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are on the road and when you are going to bed and when you are getting up. Tie them to your hands and wear them on your foreheads as reminders. Write them in the doorpost of your house and on your gate. That is the reading of God's holy word. What is happening here? God is preparing his people to go into the promised land. And in this year of breakthrough, God wants us to be prepared as we as a church going to the promised land that God has for us, amen, as we as individuals, as we are about to enjoy the blessings that God has for us in our individual lives, amen. But many of you know that many people who win the lottery, amen, wind up being broke. So we got to be prepared for blessings, amen. Many of the major characters in the Bible, hallelujah, only fell after they were extremely blessed. Now, was the blessing meant to cause them to fall? No, but they weren't fully prepared for the blessings that were coming. Hallelujah. And God wants us to be prepared. Amen. And even at this year, amen, where there is a, uh, a new strain of the COVID-19 vaccination, amen, and there's all kind of uh, controversy in government, especially here in New York State, hallelujah, and a lot of things going on in the world, and dare I say, in the church, hallelujah, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, that, hallelujah, God wants to remind us, hallelujah, glory to God, of all that he would have us to do, hallelujah. And I'm not talking about following the Ten Commandments, hallelujah. But hallelujah, the purpose of these scriptures that God wanted me to share is a commitment, a renewed commitment to 
the will of God corporately and individually for our lives. Hallelujah. And I know you guys in, in house can't see right now. We got some Wi-Fi issues. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Raven, for letting me know. Hallelujah. This is the, this is the challenge with live anything. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Can you guys see now? Hallelujah. With that said, hallelujah, our message today is the way forward. The way forward. Hallelujah. This is a revised hallelujah message that I've done once before. And, and many times when I do a message, amen, I know God's going to have me do it again, hallelujah, at some time in the future. But as we, as the Living Waters Christian Center, and many of you as individuals, are at a crossroad in your life, God wants us to know the way forward as a body of believers, just as he did it, hallelujah, for the children of Israel in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6. Amen? The way forward. The way forward. What is our way forward according to scriptures? Not according to Pastor Brown, but according to what does the word say? What is our way forward? Hallelujah. Join me, please. Amen. As I pray over this message. Father God, we come before in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you, Lord God, for the opportunity to gather together in your name to hear a word from you. But Father God, you've tasked me with something that is far, far too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today. I decrease that you might increase in me. Hallelujah. Break forth, Holy Spirit, and teach the, your people today in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you. We praise you and we bless you. Fill them to overflowing. Fill us to overflowing today. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. The way forward. world is crazy. It's really always been crazy. But sometimes we have moments where we are in a good place. Hallelujah. And it seems like we have a handle on things. And then the world reminds you, amen, why we need Jesus so much. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Saints, if I want to encourage you with anything, amen, it is time to run to Jesus and cling to him. Let me speak to the young people, amen, specifically right now. Listen, there's a lot of influences upon all you guys. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to encourage you to cling to Jesus. Hallelujah. And I also want to encourage you that we love you and we need you. Amen. As a church. Amen. If you notice in the scripture, uh, the emphasis was to teach what you know to your children. And maybe a year ago or so, amen, I preached a message, amen. No, this was pre-pandemic, so it was probably 2019. I preached a message, amen, that when children go off to college, amen, 75% of them leave the church and never return hallelujah and that is a failure on us hallelujah i i, I say us because i'm involved in it hallelujah glory to god the we have not conveyed the love of christ to our young adults we've conveyed con religion we've conveyed don't do this don't do that but we've not conveyed the love of christ to our young adults amen Hallelujah. And why we've not done that? Because we've not understood it ourselves. We operate in religion. Hallelujah. But we have we come to the place where we really embrace that we are the children of God. He is our Abba or our loving father. Hallelujah. Glory to God that I'm not a robot that do this and do that. Hallelujah. But I have a loving father that loved me so much. He gave his son. To you and I, hallelujah, that we might know that we're loved and forgiven of all our sins. Through him, through Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So young people, let me say this while you're here. I apologize. I'm, I'm speaking for me. I'm not speaking for the church right now. I apologize for every time you were in service and the love of God was not shed abroad to you. That you, didn't ha that you were not impacted by the love of God. Like you ought to be. Hallelujah. So it's my endeavor, it's my job to, to really allow the Holy Spirit to move through me. Hallelujah. That you might know that you are loved regardless of your hair texture, regardless of your height or your shortness, regardless of hallelujah, glory to God, whether you believe you're, you're pretty or handsome or whatever, you are loved by God. 
Hallelujah. Unconditionally. Hallelujah. But there's a way that we are to flow in God that is consistent with our creation. Amen. So a way forward. Amen. Next slide, please. So, saints, we have to be in one mind and one accord. Ooh, that's hard for a church. Being one mind and one accord. I got an opinion. You got an opinion. And you got an opinion. And you believe in this. And I believe in that. You say tomato and I say tomato. How are we going to be in one mind and one accord? I'm a adult and I'm a, I made up my mind. I'm going to do what I want to do. Yes, that's, the, you know, that's part of being American. Do what you want to do. But we also have amongst the highest rate of infection across the world. Why? Because everybody wants to do what they want to do. You know, freedom is wonderful, but we have to be responsible with our liberty. God didn't give us liberty to be reckless. He gave us liberty to be responsible with it. Amen. So how do we get into one mind and one accord? Next slide, please. We're coming out of Philippians 2 and 1. Amen. These are the words of Paul. He's speaking to the church at Philippi, and he's saying, if there, be any, if there be therefore any consolation, comfort in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, next slide, please. Hallelujah. Verse 2 says, fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded. So here's Paul encouraging the church at Philippi, the members, to be like-minded. Hallelujah, which, which is a Greek word, Phronio, hallelujah, which means to agree, to be harmonious. See, Dorette and I have different voices, amen, but when, when we're right, amen, we can sing harmoniously. So we're, 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 we have a different way to sing, but our singing meshes. So all of us may have a different point of view, but how can we mesh together and be the church of the Lord Jesus Christ? Having the same love being of one accord, of one mind, agree to be harmonious. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There was a couple of tough words in there. Amen. So let's look them up. Let's see what, what the Greek says to us. Amen. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. This word accord is a Greek word. It's sum sukos. And it means closely united in the soul. Can we be? Paul is encouraging us to be closely united in the soul. We know the soul is the will, the intellect, and the emotions or the personality. Can we as people be united? Sharing, people sharing the same identity because they are in Christ. We bear Christ's name. We're called Christians. That's why we call each other brother and sister, because we are in Christ. We're in the family of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hence, mutually supporting what God reveals through faith, his inward persuasion of one mind. So being of one accord is, do we support what God reveals to us by faith? And the ultimate thing that he's revealed to us is his son, Jesus Christ, and that he's died for all our sins, past, present, and future. Can we agree, hallelujah, in Christ? Hallelujah. Can we support one another? Hallelujah. Glory to God. We may not always see eye to eye or different opinions and stuff like that, but can we agree on Christ? Hallelujah. Glory to God. And agree that, hallelujah, listen, I'm someone who's into technology and I am on Twitter, amen, hallelujah, and I get on there for information because I feel like information comes quicker there than even to uh, the international media. All right, but sometimes people get on social media and unless they agree on everything, they become disagreeable and they become rude to one another. Can we get to the place where we may not see eye to eye on everything? I believe there were giants, and these giants made it with human beings. You may not believe that, but can we agree, hallelujah, to love one another even when we disagree on certain things? 
for the sake of the church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm not even going to get into political things and all that. Hallelujah. Let's just agree. We can disagree and just love one another in Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let me say this again. My, my, my purpose of being here is sharing the word about Christ. Hallelujah. My opinions don't matter in the role of pastor. Amen. It's all about Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. Verse 3 says, let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. So he's encouraging the believers at Philippi to not let anything be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Oh, what a wonderful church where, hallelujah, glory to God, I lift you up, hallelujah, you over myself, and you lift up me over yourself, and everybody's looking out for each other, and nobody's looking out just for themselves, hallelujah. Now, obviously, human nature says to take care of yourself, but I'm saying from a standpoint, uh, the best example I could give you to is, is, is when we used to have uh, the food in the back. I wanted to make sure all of you guys ate first before I ate anything. Why? Because I'm thinking of you. And then some of you started thinking of me, no, pastor, you got to have a plate too. Hallelujah. But the, the, the point is, is no one's selfish. We're all looking out for one another. And there's no doctrine in the Bible where I need to be sitting at some elevated seat and that I must eat first. Because I'm the pastor. That would make God a respective person. And he's not that. That's a church doctrine. A doctrine of man that's not a God doctrine. My God. This is the, this is the God doctrine. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem others better than themselves. That includes me as pastor. This ain't just for the sheep. We're all, this is for everybody. This is for all of us. Count me in with the sheep. My God. Next slide, please. Let's look at this word strife. Strife in the Greek is a Greek word, erethia. It means mercenary, self seeking a mercenary only does things for hire for his own own good of acting for one's own gain regardless of the discord the strife it causes it's selfish ambition places self-interest ahead of what the lord declares right or what is good for others my god it's not looking out for self looking out for each other yes there's a natural uh tendency to take care of yourself and that's right hallelujah but not at the expense of stepping on somebody else's neck all right hallelujah glory to god god's not going to bless me by taking advantage of you now there are people who do that and get a degree of success but they lose a uh, respect or a relationship with those that they've stepped on. And unfortunately inside the church, we've stepped on each other from time to time. Unfortunately inside the church, sometimes leadership has stepped on membership to try to promote themselves. That's man's doctrine. That's man, that's, that, that's, not, what, that's not what Paul is teaching here, hallelujah. Let's look at this word vainglory. Next slide, please. Vainglory is a word, kenodoxia. It's a state of pride, excessive high opinion of oneself. Yes, you should all love yourselves. And yes, you're all the disciples whom Jesus loves. But excessive high opinion of yourself is when you start thinking you're better than other people. Things like racism can be attributed to this. Things like pride can be attributed to this. Things like being conceited can be attributed to this. Things like leadership believing they're above the people can be attributed to this. And the funny thing about it is we call it God when we do it. 
Has, uh, you know, have we read the scriptures? Even if you didn't look up the Greek, amen, it's pretty, it's pretty clear what Paul was saying in, in, in to, the Philippi, to the Philippians. Hallelujah. So a state of pride, excessive high opinion of oneself, which is without basis or justification, which is without basis or justification. In other words, it's not righteous. You know, justification and righteousness mean the same thing. Empty pride, cheap pride, vain pl- pride. Empty pride. We can feel good about ourselves without esteeming ourselves above other people. I can be handsome, but you can be beautiful. You can be handsome. I can be smart, but you can be smart. I don't have to be above you to feel good about myself. Let me bring this down too. Hallelujah. We don't have to be the greatest church in the world to feel good about ourselves. We just have to do God's will. It's not a competition between us and the other million churches out there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're going to be the greatest church in Amityville. Baloney. Let's just do what God has for us. And love our brethren. We may not see eye to eye on everything, but can we agree to love one another as being a part of the family of God? Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also, every man also. So you look out for your own thing, but also on the things of others. How you doing, brother? How you doing, sister? And if God so leads you and you're in the position to do something above and beyond, which is normally expected to help a brother or sister, if God so leads you, help that brother or sister. Let God lead you because sometimes people are like, well, you're my blessing. I'm not going to go work. You're going to just pay all my bills. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about if God so leads you. I've had people who are led of God that flew across the country to bless me. But I still got up and went to work that Monday. And I was the pastor of the church down there. So I've never manipulated anybody into blessing me. Hallelujah. All blessings were God moved on somebody and they chose to bless me. It's not, well, you know, I, I'm really struggling, y'all, but, you know, God's going to take care of me. I said it out loud, but, you know, I don't mean anything by it. I'm trying to really manipulate you, though. <laughs> the same God that blessed the person that's blessing you can bless you as well to be a blessing to somebody else. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When we look to people instead of God, we don't, we're saying we don't have faith that he can bless us too. And we're also saying that God's a respecter of persons. We're saying that God blesses some people and doesn't bless others. Next slide, please. Verse 5. Hallelujah. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. What mind? What I just talked about. Us looking out for one another. Us loving one another. Us being in one mind and one accord. Us not being selfish in our lifestyles, but looking out for one another. Hallelujah. As the Lord leads. You know, there was a recent situation where, um, and this person's not in the church, amen, but I have a relationship with this person. I, I ran into this person after a long time, and the person gave me some very nice words and stuff like that. And then the person hit me up for some money, and then the Lord said, don't give it to him. Now, I am a softy. I want to be liked. I want to help. I want all these things. But the Lord said, don't give it to them. Because in that instance, it would not have been good for them and it would not be good for me. So as hard as it was, I had to say no. So that's why I said, let the Lord lead you. Because sometimes it, there might have been a situation where the person would have not looked to the Lord, but looked towards me. Amen. Hallelujah. One of the failings of the modern day church is to make the believers, the the members, dependent on the man of God instead of Jesus himself. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It would be wonderful. 
uh, let me say this a different way. It is my job to look in after everybody and, you know, be friendly and, and, and we're all in this together and we're, we're, uh, we're family and we love one another. But your salvation should not be dependent upon our relationship. What if I fall? What if I mess up? What if I give into temptation? What if I decide to leave the church? I'm not saying I'm going to do those things, but I'm human. And very imperfect, you can ask my wife and, and Raven. I'm messing with her again, hallelujah. It's been a while, hallelujah. Glory to God. And Cheyenne and Ace as well, hallelujah. But there have been many a church that have fallen because the leadership has fallen, and it has shown that the people were not strengthened to have a relationship with God on their own, they were really there for the man or woman of God. My God. You know, as many of you know, and those of you online may not know, I lost my pastor many years ago. And my last conversation with her was, she was telling me, don't leave the church. And I was thinking to myself, I am going to leave the church. But I had a relationship with God that I was not going to live, leave Christ. Now it winds up, I did stay with the church, and now I'm pastoring the church, so all everything worked out in the end. Hallelujah. But that, that was a, that was, it, it was not up to her, even when her last words, it was between me and Jesus. I've got to do this for her because she's about to die. No, that, you know, that, you know, that's human. I got to do this because he called me. And because this is my call, this is my purpose. And if we look at the bigger picture, hallelujah, we're going to have a relationship for all eternity in heaven. And she's not suffering. Hallelujah. She's with in fact, she's in a better place than me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So let me say that again. For those of us who have lost people in Christ, hallelujah, you got a little pause on your relationship, hallelujah, but you're going to be with that person for eternity. The relationship will continue. And I'm someone who's lost a lot of people in the last few years. Those that died in Christ, we will renew our relationship in glory and then back here on the new heaven and new earth. Amen. Hallelujah. I got off track a little bit. Let's get back to it. Next slide, please. Saints, we are not under the law like Moses and the children of Israel at the time of Deuteronomy chapter 6. Or under condemnation with the Lord brought condemnation against sin. But we must be in order. No, we're not underneath the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments ultimately were to bring us to Christ. In particular, the, the, the Jews. And then the Jews would to share the Christ with us. But when I say us, I'm talking about mankind. So the law was ultimately to bring mankind unto Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But we are not in the new covenant. We are not under the law. But there must be order. Let me say this. There are not many truths. There are one truth. There is one truth. There is one standard. And the standard's not set by Pastor Brown. It's set by the Lord. All right. There's a popular statement. I have to live my truth. If everybody has a truth, then there is no truth. Let me say that again. If everybody has a distinct and separate truth, there is no truth. It's in the eye of the beholder. And if there is no truth, there is no order. And basically what I'm describing is the world we live in. Everybody has a different truth. But there is a truth. Jesus said, I'm the way, the life, and the truth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And hallelujah. There must be order 
in God's church. Let's look at it. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. First Corinthians 1440. Hallelujah. Oh, he's talking about order. Listen, hallelujah. I'm not talking about condemnation. I'm not talking about I'm a I'm not trying to be a dictator. I'm not trying to control anybody's life. And I'm certainly not coming to anybody's house to try to make you do this or that. I got enough issues in my own house. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So Pastor Brown's not coming to control your house. Matter of fact, I don't have the authority to. If you say don't come in, I can't come in. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I have no business in your marriage. I have no business in your family. Hallelujah. Unless you guys invite me. Hallelujah. I once had a counseling session where one spouse invited me and I had to ask the other, Did the, uh, does the other one know I'm coming? Are they okay with it? Otherwise, it's out of order. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They have to invite me in together. Or oh, it's out of order. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's get to our scriptures. 1 Corinthians 14.40. This is Paul speaking to the church at Corinth. This is the Amplified Version. And it reads, But all things must be done appropriately and in an orderly manner. Next slide, please. I think I have these out of, out of order here. 1 Corinthians 14.33. NIV reads, For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. So God is not a God of disorder, but peace as in all the congregations of the Lord's people. So all things must be de done in decency and in order, and then God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He wants peace in this church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Peace is a sign that there is order. Hallelujah. As in all the congregations of the Lord's people. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We will have peace when we are operating in that one mind and one accord and we're focusing on the Lord. Amen. And all he has, has us to do. Amen. Glory to God that we in an orderly fashion might do whatever we do as we move forward. And, 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 and one of the reasons our church has not grown in the numbers that we have yet is we are all still progressing towards a place where we're ready to receive the masses. Hallelujah. In an orderly fashion. Where we're all in one mind and one accord. Where things are in place to receive the folks. Hallelujah. For example, we don't even have ushers yet. We're going to sit the folks down. You know, so God's got to progress us to that place where we're able to receive the folks. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Where everything's in place. And then when they come, things will operate in an orderly manner. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I'm not talking about people wearing white gloves and all that. That's, that's man's doctrine. I'm talking about people that are in place that see it as a ministry. That my ministry is to receive people who come into the building Hallelujah. In a loving and Christ-like manner. And then in a loving and Christ-like manner, have them sit in a place in the church uh, in, 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 in a way that they're comfortable and everything works in an orderly fashion. Amen. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Question. Now, if we all hear from God and from time to time hear things that are different from one another, how can we have one mind and be in one accord? This is a real situation. Even sometimes me and Durrett hear different things. What do you do? How can you be in one mind and one accord? Let's turn to it. Next slide, please. 2 Timothy 3.16. All scriptures given by inspiration breathed out by God, of God, and is profitable for doctrine, Christian teaching, that's what doctrine is, Christian teaching, for reproof, evidence of persuasion. So everything, I, you know, we get onto all these um, definitions I give you each week, it's, it's for evidence. So that you're just not taking my word for it and there's no evidence to back up what I'm saying. Hallelujah from the Lord. For correction, oh, we don't like that one, but guess what? God corrects me all the time. But you're the pastor. Yeah, but I'm human. Now, he's not mean about it, but I, I need to be corrected. 
The other day, um, I got off of work and I was, and, and this is not so much a correction, but this is, this is uh, me listening to the Lord. I got off of work, it was Thursday, and I told all my coworkers, oh, I'm going to the beach today, man. It's hot today, I got to go to the beach. So I get home, I'm getting dressed and changed to go to the beach, I put on all my clothes, and I'm, and I'm about to go out the door, and I'm feeling like maybe I shouldn't go. I said, if I should, you know, I'm just going to go. So I got in the car, I got all my stuff, and I felt the heaviness on me like I shouldn't go. And I was driving, I said, you know what? Something's up. Let me just turn around and go home. And I was disappointed because I was looking forward to going to the beach. Maybe a half hour, hour later, it started raining like cats and dogs. God was trying to prevent me from being caught out there in that rain on the beach or on the road in that weather when it was coming down like cats and dogs. So, saints, what am I here to say to you? Hallelujah. God if he has to correct us or has to tell us something, it's always for our own best interest. It's not to take away your fun. It's not to ruin your life. It's not to cause us to have a temper tantrum, which I almost did. It's for our own benefit. And I'm not here to tell you that I'm super Christian and I hear all kind of things all the time. And I'm doing in this instance this week, he saved your boy from being out in the rain on the beach in the thunderstorm. Or struck by lightning. Who, who knows? Anything could have happened. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. That the man of God may be perfect, ready, because prepared, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So the question was, we all hear from God. How can we all be in one mind and one accord? The word takes precedence over everything. So if I am hearing something and that thing does not line up with the word, it ain't God. And I'm not too high and mighty where I think everything that passes through my mind is God. I got to check with the word. He says, I put my word above my name. Why? He said, all, let me go back to the scripture. Let me go back. It says, all scripture is given by inspirational. God breathed out. So our our, our scriptures, God breathed out. And it's profitable for doctrine or Christian teaching. So scriptures teach us for reproof or evidence of persuasion that the scriptures have the ability to persuade us from one point of view to another. Usually from fear to faith or from whatever it is to faith. Hallelujah. For correction. Sometimes you and I as human beings, as imperfect beings, need to be corrected. For instruction and righteousness. We need to be taught, hallelujah, and many times God does it through scripture, what is righteous and what is not. Because oftentimes, let's be honest with you, our sense of righteousness comes but come through our worldly our experiences growing up in the world, what mama and daddy told us, hallelujah, what our friends did, or what our feelings are. But do they line up with the word righteous? The scriptures teach us what is righteous. And sometimes your opinion won't line up with the scripture. And oftentimes it's because you love somebody or you are a friend with somebody, hallelujah, that you'll make a choice based on your friendship instead of the word of God. Doesn't mean we can't be friends with people. Just means, listen, I love you and everything, but I, 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 I do need to be honest with you. I have a worldview that is a Christian worldview, and I love you, but on this I got to side with what the word says. Uh, hopefully that does not offend you and we can t- continue to be friends. But, you know, I just wanted to be forthright and, and let you know. Is that okay with you? And th- these are real conversations that we have to have. But a lot of times it's not really popular to be a Christian or, uh, and, and really follow God. So we don't do that. And I'll be honest with you, there have been times in my life when I'm not done that. Because why? We want to be liked. We want to fit in with everybody. And we don't take a stand for truth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But being in one mind and one accord and, 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 and understanding that if we disagree on something in the church, what does the word say? Even me, if, if, if I'm wrong, what does the word say? 
Word was set us right. Let's go back to verse 17. It says that the man of God may be perfect, or which means in this case ready because prepared. How was I prepared? By the word. Thoroughly furnished or equipped or have everything I need unto all good works. I can do, I can execute the will of God because I've been furnished by his word. All right. So when there are disagreements amongst us, if we can get to the point in the maturity where we can look to the word and not look to the word so we can say, I told you so. That, that's not the spirit of Christ, but that we could all come to an understanding. I hope I, I don't offend them with this. All right. There was one time me and uh, when Brother Leroy, we were about to ordain him and he was, uh, uh, you know, my thought was deacon and he had in his mind elder. He took me to the word and he showed me and guess who won? The word. It's the word. Man was prepared. Show me the word. Case closed. No hard feelings. It's the word. Thank you, sir. Thank you for showing me this. Thank you for revealing it. I have to adjust to the word. So I apologize, sir. Amen. I'm, I, I, I deal with real stuff. So I do apologize if that was meant to be private, but I'm giving you a real instance when I was corrected by the word and I'm the pastor of the church. So what? The word takes precedence. Not me. Human nature is sometimes your position takes precedence over the word. And that's when we got confusion, favoritism, and the church is not operating at its peak level because when the man or woman of God is above the word, but wants you to follow the word, we got hypocrisy. I'm under the word. Amen. This is how we're in one mind and one accord. Does the word take first place? My God. Next slide, please. We all win if we love one another. We all win. But one of the keys with this is, do you know you're loved? You can't love me unless you know you're loved. Do you know that God loves you? I stopped expecting people to love me if they've not been loved. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble for this. Ladies, you know why this man had trouble loving you? Because he didn't know he was loved. I know Hollywood has romanticized our relationships and everything. Uh, it, the, 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 the bottom line is, unless you know you are loved, you can't share what you don't have. And even if homeboy was out here sleeping with everything under the sun, that wasn't love. That was lust. He didn't get a whole lot of love. He got a whole lot of lust. We can't give what we don't have. Those of us, mama didn't love us, daddy didn't love us. They didn't know they were loved. Oh, my grandmother loved my parents. Did, did they? If you're giving something, then you can share it. So this is more deep here because some of us have suffered trauma because we were not or suffering trauma. You might be in it right now because you had an expectation for a human being to love you when it wasn't or isn't in them. That does not justify their maltreatment of you. But is the reality of if they don't have it in them, if they're not demonstrating it, it's not in them. This is, this is meat here. This is meat. So now I live every waking day, amen, hallelujah, looking as I receive the love of God for myself, amen, how can I share it with the world? I got to get it first, though. 
I got to get mine first. Hallelujah. And then share it. Hallelujah. Just like on a plane. Amen. Hallelujah. You got to put on your mask first and then you go rescue somebody else. Hallelujah. So, hallelujah. I hope healing begins for you. You've, you've suffered trauma because somebody didn't love you the way you felt like you needed to be loved. It wasn't in them. Oh, they treat the next person. Well, you don't know what the next person is. I have spoken to people who, hallelujah, uh, have had a spouse or somebody going to the next person, hallelujah, and then they've whispered to me, oh, that next person don't know what they're in for. <laughs> if you've not been loved, it's because it's not in them. Hallelujah. We all win if we, if we love one another. Uh, next slide please Romans 12 and 10 Amplified Classic Version this is Paul speaking to the church at Rome he says this is the Amplified Classic Version as I said love one another with brotherly affection so first it's not mentioned here but we got to get our we got to get love for ourselves first as members of one family we, we're supposed to be a family in Christ giving precedence or priority just like he spoke about in Philippians and showing honor to one another Hallelujah. Even me, I have to show honor to each one of you. I'm not above this. All right. Next, next slide, please. Verse 12. Hallelujah. I mean, verse 11, excuse me. Never lag in zeal and in earnest. Endeavor be aglow and burning with the spirit, serving the Lord. Sometimes we can get to a point where we lose our passion as Christians. And we're in a dry place. And we truly need revival. And I'm not talking about three days and three nights of services. Amen. But we need a time of renewal with the Lord where we need our batteries recharged, where we need to spend some serious time with God and get what we need. Lord, I am empty. And here's a simple prayer for you. Lord, I'm empty. Fill me with love, peace and joy. Here's a real prayer I say every morning before I leave as I'm doing my communion. I say, Lord, hallelujah. Glory to God. And we all know that the spirit of God lives inside of us, right? So God's not, yes, Father God is, is in heaven and Jesus sits at his right hand, but, but God the spirit lives inside each of us. All right? And we're a new being. Say, Holy Spirit, flood my spirit with joy, peace, and love, and I declare I will have a great day today. Saints, before I know it, and it's not, star, it's not sparkles and, and, and fireworks and all that, I start to feel better. And I can, because sometimes you get about, you don't feel like going to work. It's hot out. I'm tired. I feel like going to work. I got, you got to deal with, you know, when you get there, you got to deal with, with people. Flood my spirit, my human spirit, with joy, with peace. Energize my body. Heal, I command my body be healed. This is next, this is meat stuff. That I might, and flood my spirit that I might have a new zeal and zest in my walk with you. Because all that's really happening is you've given out more than you've gotten back. And you're in a dry place. I know we want to be loving, we help everybody, but know that your gas station is, is the Lord. And them people didn't treat you like you treated them because you had an expectation for people to, to be nice back to you. <laughs> That's not what human beings are. Hallelujah. You got to get it from the Lord. Yes, so I love, we love people. We love each, each other. But he, he fuels us, not other people. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. So never lag in zeal, in earnest endeavor. Be aglow and burning with, with the Spirit, serving the Lord. Next slide, please. Rejoice and exult, jubilant in hope. Steadfa be steadfast and patient in suffering and tribulation. Be constant in prayer. That's where you're going to get your, what you need. All right, next slide. Contribute to the needs of God's people, sharing in the necessities of the saints. Pursue the practice of hospitality. Pursue the practice of of hospitality. Let me say it a third time. Pursue the practice of hospitality. 
Well, I heard that pastor's supposed to be mean and give a hard word and, and, and break people down. Pursue the practice, you pastors as well, of hospitality. And for some reason, this keeps popping in my mind. You are not my sheep. You are God's sheep. And guess what? I'm a sheep too. Yes, I have the word, the name pastor, which means shepherd, hallelujah. But we know who the good shepherd really is. I'm following him. Follow me as I follow Christ. I have to pursue hospitality. Paul is encouraging us to pursue. This is not law. This is, uh, this is Christian teaching here. Pursue hospitality. Let's, let's, let's look at these words, hallelujah, as we close. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This word uh, in, the, in the King James, it's, uh, it's given and not pursue. Hallelujah. But these words mean dikoko uh, in the Greek. Aggressively chase and is used positively, earnestly. Earnestly means with sincere and intense conviction or pursue Hallelujah. So it means to to earnestly or intensely and sincerely to pursue. Pursue what? Hospitality. It's a Greek word, philonexia. It means love strangers, warmth, friendliness shown to strangers. Figuratively, the readiness to share hospitality or generosity by entering into one's home. In other words, being nice and kind to one another. And in particular, amen, your fellow man or your strain or strangers. As Christians, we're supposed to be the most hospitable people there are. Not because, not out of our own strength. I need, I, need, I need the Lord's strength. I'm not doing anything out of my, my strength. So if we are, let's put this all together now. The way forward. If we are prepared by the word. If we understand that we are part of the family of God. If we are showing, if, if we're unselfish and, and looking out for one another, and if we are hospitable, it sounds like we'll become the church that God wants us to be. Sounds like if we love one another, we're all going to win. We're all going to win. Hallelujah. You win. You win. You win. You win. And everybody wins. Because we're looking out for one another. Hallelujah. No, it's not going to be perfect. Why? Because we're not perfect. Hallelujah. It'll be perfect once we get to heaven. But we can, we can progress and look out for one another. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I can only share a little bit. God's given me a vision. And I will explain more during our church meeting later today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But one aspect of it is once we receive the love of God for ourselves, our daily measure that we need, we got to cover this community in love. But if you're still struggling with love and you know you could be a little mean or a little impatient, you know, I, I know I have aspects in me, then we got to get what we need from God and then we can cover the community with love. Amen. All of us have purpose in ministering to the community. It's just not the pastor's job. We all as Christians have purpose in loving our fellow man. Hallelujah. And love God has, has mentioned to me will bring all kind of people from all kind of walks of life to join the body of Christ. Well, we just love them. We may not agree with their lifestyle choices. We may not agree with their behavior, but we can love them into the kingdom. Hallelujah. How is Amityville going to be one to Christ? Through the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. As he ministers it through his body, which is the church. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. The way forward. I'm done. Hallelujah. The way forward is love. The way forward is love. Hallelujah. The way forward is love. Being passionate. Our young people have to see us passionate. Or they're going to be bored in church. I could be doing my nails right now. 
I could be at the beach. I could be on the phone. I could be playing Xbox. Say to God, you're tired. Amen. Get another dose. You're discouraged because people have left. Get another dose. COVID-19 has got you down. Get another dose. I got problems in my personal life, Pastor. You have no idea. You are right. I have no idea. Get another dose. Get what you need from the Lord. Stop trying to get it from people. People will let you down 100% of the time. Get it from him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Love him. But most importantly, know that he loves you. He makes the first move. Hallelujah. Let me pray for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Both here and online. Hallelujah. Father God, you have presented to us a way forward. Before we can take a step, Lord God, we are hurting. We are confused. We are challenged. We are bitter. We lack forgiveness. We're broke. We're without. We're in need. We've suffered trauma. We've been abused. We've been neglected. We've been unheard. But we cast our cares upon you today. For your word says you care for us. Your word says you so loved us you gave us your son. We give you our pain, Lord God. In exchange, Lord God, we call forth for righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost to flood our human spirits. To heal our broken pieces. To mend those parts of us that have been broken and not repaired. To heal those parts of us that have lost loved ones. That have been abandoned. That have not been loved through the faces of clay. Heal us today, Lord God. Love on us in the name of Jesus Father God, heal deep-seated trauma that many of us have experienced. I want us all to be serious right now. Hallelujah. When I say serious, hallelujah, time to open up your heart and receive. You've been traumatized. You've not grieved. You were getting by on a string. You've had mental health challenges. You've had emotional health challenges. Father God, hallelujah, is here to heal us by way of the Holy Spirit because of his son, Jesus Christ. Heal today. Let the healing begin, Father God. Heal living waters, Lord God, Christian Center. Heal your people. Speak your healing. I speak your life to trauma. Speak peace upon your people today. I speak love upon your people today that they might be healed. Father God, let the fire of the Holy Spirit recharge your people. And bring them out of this dry place. In the name of Jesus. Minister to our men. That our men might receive from you. And not look it in the arms of many women. Heal our women Lord God. That have been disappointed. That have been broken. That have been let down. Heal them that they might not look for love in the arms of a man. But look at, look at it to receive from you. First and foremost. In the name of Jesus, heal our young adults that have sexual questions and confused about sexual orientation, Lord God. Unveil your love and then unveil your righteousness and your righteous standards to your young adults, to these hallelujah young people in the name of Jesus. There's those of us that have been abandoned and kick to the curb, Lord God. Heal us today. Those that are not raised by their fathers or not raised by their mothers. 
heal us like never before. Those that have suffered trauma at the hands of their parents. Neglect, misunderstanding. Heal us today that we might receive your love and then share it with one another and the community with this Operation Love, covered with love. Have your way in us, Lord God. Have your way in the Living Waters Christian Center. We won't fail to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor because you do all things well. In Jesus' name, somebody in agreement with that prayer, just say amen. 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 I want to encourage us all, both here and online, to spend time with the Lord and empty yourself and be honest with yourself. If it's bothering you, and so some of us here, I get the sense, it's been bothering us for most of our lives. We got to give it to him. Pastor can't solve it. The church can't solve it. It's between you and him. But before we can move forward and cover the community with love, we got to get healed ourselves. Amen. Hallelujah. We got to be honest with ourselves and with the Lord, most importantly. Amen. And stop floating down that river called denial. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Real quick. Hallelujah. You're on, you've, you've seen this message, you've been impacted by this message, and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. You have suffered trauma, you are going through in your life, you have been abandoned, you've not been loved, amen. There's someone that wants to love you unconditionally, his name is Jesus Christ, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah. If you would say these words with me today, hallelujah, you will begin the process, hallelujah, of getting to know the Lord Jesus and you will come into the family of God, someone that is saved, someone that has eternal life, someone who has an opportunity to grow and to, and to flourish as God would have you to live to your highest potential here on this side of heaven on earth hallelujah if that is you please say these words with me say lord jesus come into my heart please forgive me of all sins transgressions and iniquities i believe you died for my sins i believe that you rose on the third day as the evidence that father god accepted your death as full payment for all my sins all my imperfections thank you for saving me in Jesus' name if you were sincere about that prayer say amen or so be it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you all to the family of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Please find a church home where they preach Jesus and Jesus alone. You are more than welcome to join us here at the Living Waters Christian Center, both online or in person. We are following CDC guidelines. We are sitting uh, separate from one another. We have proper ventilation. Amen. Although, hallelujah. It's a hot day, hallelujah, so it could be better, hallelujah, glory to God. But we have proper ventilation, amen, we are taking temperatures still. We are erring on the side of caution, amen, and wisdom, on the side of wisdom. I like it that way better, hallelujah, that there have been no instances of COVID-19 in this church because we take it seriously, we know who our foe is, amen, hallelujah, and we are doing things in a wise manner. Amen. We believe in miraculous healing. But before I believe in miraculous healing, I believe on living wisely not to catch something in the first place. Amen. Hallelujah. So this is where we are. So you're welcome to join us. Amen. We have an overflow room. If we get too packed in here. Amen. Hallelujah. So we'd love to see you here. Amen. But if you can only join us online, that is fine as well. Amen. At this time, take me to the offering slide, please. We need your help to continue to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. We live in a fallen world that does still use money. So we need money to operate. Amen. And to be able to share the gospel. Amen. Please, ma'am, please, sir, if you see it in your heart, if God is leading you, amen, to make a donation, an investment in the Living Waters Christian Center today, you can do that in three ways. The first way is at lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. You can make a tax-deductible donation on our website, lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. Amen. Hallelujah. You will be given an auto-generated email to confirm your giving, and you can give that to your tax man at the proper time of the year. Amen. The second way you can mail in your donation, which is also tax deductible. Amen. To the Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amityville, New York, 11701. You can mail in that donation. It's on your screen as well. Let me set it again. It's 
Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amityville, New York, 11701. And the third way you can give, amen, is to come to be with us in person, hallelujah, and fellowship with us, amen, in a safe manner, hallelujah. And you can worship with us from 11 to 1130, amen, hallelujah, and enjoy all the, the, the beauty of being with the saints in person, amen, in a safe manner, hallelujah. We would love to see you, amen. Hallelujah. Let me pray over these offerings now. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you for the seed we sow, these donations, these investments, these uh, contributions that we give, Lord God. Thank you for blessing us with them, Lord God. Hallelujah. Bless us with a return on our giving, some 30-fold, some 60-fold, some 100-fold, some a million-fold return as we invest in the kingdom of God by way of the Living Waters Christian Center, Lord God, this good soil. We believe you for a great return a great harvest in the name of Jesus, that we might be blessed to be a blessing to others. Hallelujah. Bless our offering. Keep us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And continue to love us. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. So for those of us online, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us today. Hallelujah. There will be another hallelujah service next week at 1130. Be blessed, enjoy the day, and most importantly, know that God loves you. And if you know that you have a deficit of love, I want to encourage you to go into prayer and with simple words, just ask God to fill you with love. Hallelujah. And I guarantee he will do it. So God bless you today. God loves you. The way forward is love. Be blessed. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.